Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 153, brought to you the week of December 2nd, 2021. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. Welcome to my personal audio journal, sponsored by our patrons with special thanks to Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, Wesley Gill. Become a sponsor today at patreon.com slash GOK. Hi, how are you doing? I'm recording. I'm recording on Tuesday, no, Thursday night after I recorded that story show and the story show went good. And I figured, you know what? It's nine 30. Why not do another one of these? Because I usually do them on Sundays, but I didn't do it on Sunday. I didn't do it. And, um, and if I don't do it, eventually I just, I, I, I don't do it and it don't get done. And then I feel guilty and then I don't do it. You know how that works? So we broke the cycle. We hit record and we're going to do a GOK. First of all, I hope all of you had, uh, all of you Americans anyway, I, I hope all of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, I know we did. We went to my sister's, my sister, Amy's, she lives in, I think North Carolina. I'm not actually sure where I was the whole time, but, um, she has three children and they are all a names and her husband is named Anthony and her name is named Amy. And so they're all a's just like my family is all J's. And so we're just jumping around, being happy with each other, I guess, you know, as happy as clams, but no, um, her kids are great. One of them is 15 and a half, which is just a little younger than Jenna, my daughter. And then one of them is 10. And then the other one is eight. And, uh, her son is eight. Her daughter is uh, 10. And then her oldest is a daughter as well. Just so you know, you know, I'm trying to keep some of their privacy there, but, uh, just wanted to know the ages cause I hadn't seen them in three years and they're the cousins and they're, you know, they're, they're all big and stuff. And the oldest and I bonded big time, um, because she is an artist. And I think I've talked about her on this thing before. Like the last time I went there, she was drawing dinosaurs and she could draw them from memory. And it was crazy. And now she's drawing just all kinds of stuff. She draws people. She draws complex poses. She draws animals and dragons and all kinds of stuff. And she, she got into procreate, which is an app on, uh, her iPad and she's just killing it. Digital art. She has a good idea of, of backgrounds and color theory and, uh, line weight and in all kinds of stuff, it's just natural talent. She says she watches, uh, or no, she doesn't watch on YouTube, but she follows people on Pinterest that can draw. And, uh, she's developed her own style, which I think is so great because so many kids her age are drawing, but they're all drawing anime. And I'm sorry, but anime is, it, it, it's fine, you know, but you can't tell me everybody's style is an anime style. Part of being an artist is developing your own style and being comfortable with that. It's similar to podcasting in that you have to get used to the sound of your own voice. Uh, 
as as others hear it rather than the way you hear it uh and or or buy software <laughs> that enhances the bass so it does sound like <laughs> the way you hear it which is what i did but anyway um uh let's see she she's she's really good and 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 it's um this the her style is similar i would say to anime in that her people are thin and and long and her animals are graceful and all that but uh so she's been influenced by someone who probably draws that way but the eyeballs aren't stereotypical anime um she's got her own thing going and i think that's so great because when you when you draw there's nothing wrong with drawing from reference i i'm a strong believer in that that you mimic other people's stuff and other people's styles but eventually you do get your own groove going and you have to get comfortable with what you draw and how you draw and she's already there she's very comfortable in her own skin and i I respect that so much. She has a very cool hairdo too. So anyway, that's, that's one of them. And she and I, uh, got our iPads out and opened up procreate and we created our own bugs from references. We would pull up random bugs that we liked and pull a part off of them basically, and then draw it onto our bug. And I really focused on the face and the body wasn't great, but she did everything and she made it beautiful. I made this icky looking mean bug you know and uh she i was like are you making it beautiful and she said i didn't mean to and um she did though she did so uh anyway i i i talk her up because she is on um she's on the spectrum and uh and has always been a unique individual and seeing her growing up and seeing some of her quirks and stuff becoming they they're just working for her instead of against her is the way I should say it you know she's learning to live with herself and I think it's beautiful I think it's absolutely beautiful she has the best parents in the world and they support her. And um, matter of fact, when I got home, her dad texted me and he's like, okay, what do I do? Do I get her a bigger iPad? Cause she has an iPad mini bless her heart. Do I get her a bigger iPad or do I buy her a Wacom tablet, which would be able to plug into a computer and be able to use professional grade, you know, software and all this. And I, I said, man, that's a hard one to answer because, um, you know, she's into procreate right now and at her age and everything, that's really where she's at. And that would, that would definitely get used, but Wacom is something she's going to want later on in life. Um, so can it be a deal where you get her an iPad now and then the Wacom later? Cause they're not, you know, neither one of them are cheap. And he's like, no, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, we'll just, we'll get her. She doesn't have a good computer right now anyway. So we'll get her the iPad. And I'm like, okay, cool. And a procreate will help her quite a bit. Cause it's like, it's like uh clip edit pro or clip studio pro. And it, and uh, a, a lot like uh, Photoshop, if they put it on a iPad, it's, it's got a lot of good stuff with layers and um, 
object masking and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a good precursor to working with professional tools. And, um, and it was only $10 from what I understand. Now they've turned it into a subscription based thing, which is stupid. Oh, I hate that. It's what Photoshop did. Adobe suite. And thankfully I got it right before they changed it over. And, um, so I have CS six and it is years out of date but it still works and it works great and it's uh, paid for and it's mine forever. So uh, I want to put this out there for those of you that kind of track my moods for me and stuff and think about me and pray for me and stuff. I I know I said I was kind of down last episode, but I'm going to tell you after talking it all out and talking it all through about my friend Jarrell and his mom and the, the whole thing, I realized that I'd been through a lot, um, a lot of uh, emotionally, you know, intensive and, and draining type of stuff, you know, because the thing with depression, it doesn't matter if your experiences are good or bad or fun or miserable. Um, it all takes energy from you. And, so the vacation, though it went really, really well, and it was awesome, and I got to see my brother, and and I was there for the kids and everything, um, you know, it it took a, a lot off of me. And then we came back, and we dealt with the funeral, and the shoot up, and you know all that kind of stuff, and uh, it it all just got me down. So I was I was reacting normally. And, uh, talking it out with you guys perked me right back up. So last time I didn't talk very much about the vacay because, um, I was also talking about Jarrell and it was a weird, it was a weird, uh, conglomeration of, of topics, but I want to tell you a little bit about it because, um, it was a lot of fun. We went to Disney and, uh, we, we went because my wife, um, had a training in, um, at a, at a hotel on Disney property. And so we got to stay in this fancy, fancy hotel It's called the yacht club. And it's like expensive, dude. It's expensive. There's no way we could have stayed there. If we were paying for it, there's no way we would have stayed there either, even if we could pay for it. But, um, so the cool part was that when you stay on property, they open they used to do a thing called extra magic hours where they would open one random park early, but now they do it, uh, for people that are staying on campus. And so we were there and we, we got up early and we went to, uh, uh, uh MGM. Yeah. It used to be called MGM. It's called Hollywood studios now. Um, and we, we went there and, and I think I mentioned this last time, but we got in line and we waited, uh, a little bit, but we got through both, uh, rise of the resistance, which was an amazing ride. You guys, you just don't even know. It's not even a ride. It's a, it's, it's an experience. If you get a chance, I usually wouldn't suggest this, but in this case, it's different. Go to YouTube, type in rise of resistance, rise of the resistance, Disney, and watch a walkthrough. Cause there are people that set up their cameras on their foreheads or whatever, and go through the whole thing 
and they don't even say a word. They just experience it. And you get to see everything that I got to see. And I usually wouldn't suggest that because it's like a spoilery thing, but I'm telling you, I watched a walkthrough thinking that it would be years till I went to, to the star Wars part of Disney world. Um, well, anyway, we, we, we went there and I experienced it and it didn't, it didn't mess up anything. It was so amazing that it blew my mind. Everything about it blew my mind. Um, it's so epic. It's, it's an experience. It's multiple rides in one. It reminded me a lot of something we put together, um, in children's ministry years ago called the Odyssey, where we had multiple rooms set up. And, and people would walk through the rooms and they would watch a small skit and then they would get candy that had to do with the skit. And it was themed to whatever they did. Like, uh, you know, the, when they met Jonah and in, they walked inside of a whale and when they were walking out, they got, uh, what are those fish, those, uh, Swedish fish and they got a little key, a little piece of paper for each candy to remind them of the story that they got it from and all. Anyway, it was, it was pretty epic, but it was a journey, you know, and an experience and every room was different. And some, some, some had live actors, some had live actors with puppets. Some had just black light puppets that were just floating in the air. Cause it was an under the sea kind of situation. Um, there were some with smoke and lighting and there was some that had water. And anyway, it was, uh, it was pretty awesome what we did but this is Disney doing that. And you go into different ride vehicles and you even get filed into uh, a line and get put into jail cells and you get broken out of jail and you end up in a transport and then you end up on a freaking uh, enemy uh, star destroyer. And I mean, it's, it's just crazy, crazy awesome. There's hundreds of animatronics that are, that are present. It's crazy. I mean it. So anyway, we, we rode that and you see why I couldn't talk about this on the last episode. It would have just been so, so wrong, um, to get so excited. And, and then we rode on, um, uh, what's called smugglers run, I think is what it's called, but you get to ride on the millennium Falcon and there's three jobs. There's engineers or shooters, shooters. That's a five-year-old talking, uh, people that operate the lasers. And then there's pilots or drivers or, um, you know, rocket rocketers. That's what I'll call them. Uh, and, and the, the cool thing was that the first time we rode in, we got divorced. Actually, I'm sorry. We got divided and Jenna ended up somewhere with another group. And then Jay and I ended up all by ourselves in the cockpit of the millennium Falcon. And we were both pilots. One of us uh, piloted left and right. The other piloted up and down and uh, the other seats were empty. And so we were shouting at each other and, and encouraging each other and yelling at each other and like, you know, go this way. Oh my gosh, go that way. You know, it was just so much fun. And Jay got to pull the, 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 the lever to put us into, um, uh, warp drive and all this kind of stuff. It was just, it was amazing. And then fast forward to where my wife got to come cause she had to do training, but later on she got to come after five o'clock. We did it again and all of us got put into one without engineers. So four of us, there was 
room for six people, but somehow we just got blocked out to where it was just the four of us. And oh my gosh, we had a blast. My wife was driving. Jenna was driving. Me and Jay, we were the shooters. Like I said earlier, we were, we were operating the guns and um, the lasers and stuff on the top and the bottom in the middle. And uh, we were yelling at each other and Jen's crashing into stuff and, and we're just having an absolute blast, absolute blast. I don't think it would have been as fun with strangers in there, but man, we just lucked out and had a great time. Um, and I think I mentioned in the last episode that uh, on the first day, I, I was nervous. I was nervous um, because first of all, the kids and I don't spend a lot of time together um, just by the nature of me being down here in the basement and working on podcasts and YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, I'm, I do go on dates with my daughter. Matter of fact, we went on one recently. Um, I spend time with my son. When I pick him up from school, we go and get uh, frosties or ices or whatever and, and drinks and stuff. And we talk and, and things like that. But um, I'm, I'm not known as the one that goes on the trips. My wife is the one that books them. She's the reason we go. She sets everything up and she's usually the one that goes with them to the theme parks. And I usually stay back at the hotel um, or I go for a little while or they'll go early and I'll wake up at noon and I'll go and be there at one o'clock. It's, it's typically the way it's been, but Jen wasn't there and I had to step up and I was nervous and I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I did. I did. And we got there early. We got there the 30 minutes early. We rode the stuff. We got, got extra stuff in. We, we rode, uh, we went to uh, a toy story area that I'd never seen before. And it had a, a big, uh, uh, slinky dog roller coaster, which was really long. It wasn't as fun as you'd want because it was a family coaster, but it, it was still fun. Um, and there was a giant Buzz Lightyear that I took pictures with. And, um, you know, we did all this stuff and then we ended up eating lunch. And so about one o'clock, one thirty, I, I told them, I says, guys, I'm, I think I'm kind of done for now. And, uh, you guys go and, and, and ride, you know, whatever you want to ride. And they didn't seem upset. And I was a little sad about it because I felt like I was maybe letting them down a little bit or whatever. And I, I walked my way around, um, star Wars a little bit more, the star Wars land and looked at stuff, found some stuff that I hadn't seen and, uh, went through some of the stores. They have a lightsaber building shop. They have a droid building shop that was really themed very well. Um, it even had a, a conveyor belt that went through the store that had all the parts on it. And the kids had to choose their parts from the conveyor belt. It was just so neat. So well done. Um, you could almost I imagine kids, you know, uh, using soldering irons and, and piecing the parts together, but all they were doing was doing like build a bear basically, but it was really good. And I got on the, the, the boat going home. And I, I went into the hotel room and I just kind of rested a little bit and daggummit if the kids weren't there within an hour uh, of when I got there, they were worn out too. And I felt so good because I was like, no, I was worn out at a normal time and it was fine. And, and they rested and, and, and I rested and then Jen came and then we went back out and we did all the stuff over again. Uh, and, 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 you know, this time with Jen and it was, it was just really good. And we had a great dinner. We ended up, um, it was crazy. We had, 
no reservations ahead of time. And I do not suggest you go to Disney without your reservations already done up. But they have a, a themed uh, uh, restaurant there called Sitcom something. I don't know. But it's all all of the little seating areas are individually themed like a uh, a pre, I don't know, like a 50s, early 60s. Uh, dining kitchen area um not not like a restaurant but like a literal home kitchen with cabinets and and you know the the tchotchkes hanging on the wall and the 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 tabletops you know with the weird designs in them and chairs and stuff like that and the food is all homemade style food so they have pot roast um, they had fried chicken. I don't remember what else because that's what we got. And the kids had kid meals. Um, and it's not cheap. I'm not going to say it's cheap because it's not cheap. But um, we had reservations for uh, 9 o'clock and the place closed at 9. And I went up there and I told the guy, hey, we're I'm here. Uh, and come to find out, I couldn't go in and sit down without having my whole party present. I was afraid of that. So I went and sat down and waited because the, my family were, were off riding uh, the Tower of Terror one last time. And I was just kind of just going to wait for him. But the guy came over and he says, you know what? If you can get him here, if you can call him and tell him to come here, I think I can get the kitchen to extend um, the time. And he was so nice. He was so freaking nice. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I called them and they said, we're getting in line. I mean, we're getting on the ride right now. And and so I didn't tell him that. <laughs> I told him that they were on their way. And he's like, well, you know, the uh, the 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 end show is letting out. And there's going to be this crowd and there's, you know, all this stuff going on. It might take them a while. And I'm like, yeah, it sure might. Well, anyway, long story short, uh, that guy ended up uh, letting us in at uh 10 to 12 to 15 minutes after the park closed and uh we got to sit down and and have an experience and and the the waiters and waitresses are like actors and actresses they pretend to be like working for your mom or your dad and they tell you to eat your vegetables and um he i have this thing where i drink a lot of soda when i'm at you know i'm at a restaurant and it's it's kind of from my teenage years because um, I drink a lot because I want to get my money's worth. I figure if I can drink a two liter while I'm sitting there, I've I've kind of made it worthwhile somehow. But uh, that's just transferred into me drinking a lot of soda. Well, he he sees me drain my first cup right there, and and he comes back and he's got three full glasses of soda. He's like, I'm not doing this crap, and he throws them down. He's like, mom says she're, she's afraid you're going to fill up on drink and not eat your dinner. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you a mini miracle about this place. Um, I was always terrified to go in it. I knew, I mean, I was attracted to the decor and the retroness of it. I mean, it was like sitting down in um, uh, uh, WandaVision. You remember the couple few couple episodes where they were in the retro world. It's it, I love that kind of stuff. I love it so much. Um, but the actors and the actresses and the getting on to you about eating your food and stuff, 
that used to drive me just the idea of it drove me insane and i could never go in there and i could never do it but with the new medication i'm on um i was taking my extra i i, I have clonazepam that just helps me with generic general anxiety but then i have these other pills i don't know what they're called but i take them whenever i need them and i took one that day and it didn't give me energy. I had energy because I wasn't being worn down by anxiety. See the difference. And I went into that restaurant and I experienced the guy picking on us and yelling at us and doing all this. stuff. I mean, it was all a uh, lighthearted fun. Um, and it always was, it was always going to be that, but I had it built up in my head that I was going to be in trouble, that it was not going to be fun, that I was going to get mad, that it was not going to be a good experience. And, and it was, it just was, and it was really great. And, um, I, I thanked everybody that was involved for making our, 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 a, a perfect day at that park, uh, even better. Now, um, I, I, I think I mentioned last episode that I lost my glasses and I'm still without them. I'm still without them. I've lost, uh, two pairs of glasses now, um, because my wife got me some readers and they were $10 and she got them from Walmart and they, they worked really good. And I lost them on the plane and to go see my sister. And so, uh, my sister, bless her heart, uh, they went out and bought me a pair and, um, and, and the, the, <laughs> one of the arms fell off. I don't even know what you call those things. The side of the glasses, the arms, I don't know. It fell off. The screw came out and they had to go back. And they got me another one. I was like, no, I can just go blind for a week or for a few days. It'll be fine. But they got me some and I have them. They're here on the table. They're blue blockers. Apparently they, they block, um, uh, the bad colors that come off your phone or something like that. But they were 10 bucks. And, uh, I, I really need to go in and get glasses, but it's, they're so cheap, you know, they're so dang cheap. And, uh, I, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on transition lenses and stuff like that. But anyway, it's probably going to happen eventually. Anyway, I think I mentioned last episode that I have a YouTube channel that's been going well. I've been pretty regular about posting things and, uh, I I'm pretty excited about it. I've got one, two, three, four, five videos that I've put up. Um, I'm switching back and forth between, uh, let's plays, which are me playing video games. And right now they've been games that have been a little spooky, kind of like five nights at Freddy's spooky. Uh, and then, um, I've also been drawing in pixel art form, uh, from memory. So I did a Smurf. I've done a Scooby-Doo from memory. And I just today, uh, finished editing a, uh, a one that's going up tomorrow at noon central time uh, a mario from memory people are sending in suggestions and i take their suggestions and i draw them from memory and i gotta say the mario one was by far the best one i've ever done and the, the scooby-doo was the worst so um if you want to go check out my channel and subscribe that would be amazing even if you don't even care about my videos i would love for you to do me the favor of subscribing because it helps it helps a lot um, if you have a YouTube account, just subscribe and then just walk away and you, and we don't even have to talk about it. <laughs> that would be so great. Um, but anyway, if you want a shortcut to it, 
it's uh, uh, com slash YouTube will get you to my channel. But if you search YouTube for James Kennison, um, eventually you'll get to me. If you scroll down enough, you'll get that story show at first. Uh, but James Kennison will pop up or one of my videos. Well, once you get there, you can subscribe. So anyway, I appreciate it. I would appreciate it. Cause I'm, I'm really excited because I had 700 and something subscribers on my, that story show page, but I wanted to see, I'm just challenging myself. You know, 15 years ago, I started a podcast from nothing. And now we get about between 13,000 and 15,000 downloads per episode. And it's taken a long time. And I just want to see, could I start something from nothing and build it up, you know, and build it up. And so that's, that's basically what we're doing. And, and so you can get in, even if you're not a big gamer, you don't like watching game stuff or art or whatever. Uh, I don't know what, what the show, what the, what the channel is going to become. I, I don't think I'm done yet with what I'm going to start posting. It's definitely going to be variety stuff. I'm thinking about telling stories on it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But right now it's something I'm doing. I'm excited about, and I would appreciate your support. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, um, so Thanksgiving, the only thing bad about Thanksgiving for us, we had a wonderful time. We had wonderful food. Um, my sister's home is very big and, and it has, they have video games and, and all kinds of stuff. My kids were thrilled. My, the cousins were thrilled. My wife was happy. Um, she went on lots of runs with Anthony. Um, but the rough part was coming back to St. Louis. I've talked about how St. Louis just has a fog of depression and anger and, and, and just resentment hanging over the top of it. It is a dark city. It is a violent city. And, um, especially, you know, in the wake of, of the, the funeral that we had just gone to and everything, um, coming from North Carolina, uh, the, the suburbs of North Carolina where, where there were hiking trails within walking distance of their front door, um, all the way to back to the city where you can't leave your garage door open, where we can't buy my son, um, a, a motorized scooter because somebody would freaking hit him with their car or just steal it right out from under him and force him to give it up. You know, he rode one at, at, at our, um, at my sister's house and just loved it. Absolutely loved it. And we wanted to get him one for his birthday. First of all, it cost too much. So no way. Uh, but secondly, we couldn't, and it just, it just kind of bugged us because the city won't allow it. Uh, I mean, it would, I don't mean legally. I mean, it just, it's not something that we could, that would be safe or safe. So, it was rough. It was rough. We were, we were really going to sit down and have a conversation about moving, um, 20 minutes out because that's all it would take is just to get out of the, the city itself. But the, you know, the suburbs aren't perfect either. They're not. And, um, you know, we would be changing schools on our kids, my daughter's senior year, my son's freshman year. So for now we've decided to stay put. And, uh, but as soon as our kids get out of school, we're gone. Uh, because currently with our level of involvement in our local little church, um, there is nothing that we couldn't do, uh, 20 minutes away. You know, there, there's nothing we would miss out on uh, uh, rather than driving 20 minutes, several times a week out to the County to go shopping and, and all the things that we do out in the County instead of the city, uh, 
we would actually save gas for the few times that we came in to do to do things. So, you know, there's there's really no reason to to live in the city right now for us, other than you know our kids are are established and stuff like that. Um, I'm still trying to sleep. It's uh it's not fun laying there in bed. Um, I I had a recent meeting with my psychiatrist over the phone and she suggested combining a couple of sleep medications. And I tried that last night and it did not work at all. Uh, but I, 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 I need to just keep getting up early is the trick. And, uh, that way I'll get tired sooner, but it's, it's just so difficult. Part of it is, is just, you know, I'm not as self-disciplined as I should be. Uh, it's way too easy to turn off that alarm in the morning and, and get sleep when you haven't been able to sleep the night before. Um, but it, but it comes honestly at a certain, uh, you know, a, a, a certain amount of it becomes, it comes honestly because, um, I will go through an entire day where I've gotten up early. I've not slept during the day. I'll lay down and still have trouble going to sleep. And it's three in the morning and I still haven't slept. And I get up the next morning and I want to sleep in, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like I'm owed it, but I, I just have to force myself to get up no matter what. But it's so miserable being tired all freaking day, like stupid tired. And, and it's, it's irritating because it's like, why can't I be this tired at night? What is the deal? What is the deal with my brain to where it gets active and completely wakes up and starts thinking about ideas for the show and for the videos and, and the YouTubes and the, and the podcasting and all that kind of stuff. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but there you go. There, there's where I'm at right now. I'm still, still trying to figure out uh, a sleep pattern. I mean, I, I think I had it down for a while and now it's, it's all screwed up again, but I, it's, it's within my power to fix. I feel like, I feel like I just got to find the right balance of medication and I got to keep being, I gotta, I gotta just bite the bullet and get up and stay up and just suffer. I have to suffer through my days so that I can sleep at night. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. All right. I, I want to tell you guys a secret real quick <laughs> because my car, don't ever buy a car at night, by the way, my new car, I, I mentioned it before. I, it's not, it's not new. It's new to me. I, I wanted to mention that by the way, it's not a new car, but it's new to me. It's, um, it's a Nissan rogue. And, and it's, uh, I, I love it. I like it. It's black. It's cool. You know, it's a mom car, but it's Batman's mom's car, you know? Um, so I'm, so I'm still fine with it. Uh, but don't buy a, a black car at night because what was something was missing from the front and it's, I, it's a part of a car I never knew existed. It's the front tow bar cover. Okay. So apparently when they strap these cars to the trucks or tow them. They take this piece off and there's some bolts in there and they connect to it and they can move the car without injuring the car and they can control the steering. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you've heard of this. I've never had, but I sure enough noticed when my brother pointed out that it was missing because it's just a piece of the grill, a little circle that is gone. And he says, yeah, he works 
uh, for an auto dealership. He said, dude, I can get you one of those and send it to you. And I thought he was just talking, but he ended up doing it. He, 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 and it, and it's a tricksy part because the piece is only $14, but you have to get it painted the same color as the car. And that makes his price on it $40. Now they'll charge you 70 for it at a dealership. So I was very excited and I was very thrilled that he was doing it. And he sent it to me and he asked me if I got it. I said, no, he says, you're, your address is blah, 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 blah. Right. And I'm like, no, that's, that's like a street over. It's like, dad gummit. I sent it to the wrong place. I'm like, dude, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. We will we'll be fine. It'll be fine. No, no. Let me send you another one. It was supposed to be a gift. So, okay. So he gets another one and he gets it painted and he ships it to the right address. And UPS is telling me it's going to be there on Friday. And we were out of town. But I was going to be back on Friday. So it wasn't that big a deal. Right? So I get here on Friday from, from our trip to, uh, to, to Thanksgiving. And I look around the front door. No package. No box. No nothing. I look behind the gate where we tell people to throw stuff. Uh, nothing. Nothing. It's all gone. It's not there. Somebody stole it off the porch. It's, it's just, it doesn't exist. It's nowhere. And uh, we live in the city. You get your crap stole if you leave it out and it's my fault. And, um, rather than tell my brother that, uh, it, that we, we, you know, struck out again, I sent him a text <laughs> and I said, thanks for the cover, man. He's like, you got it. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I lied. I lied. Oh, confession is good for the soul. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I, he, I can't tell him. Because he'll send another one. And uh, I don't want him to now at this point. I, I'll just figure it out, you know? At this point, he spent $80. I could have just got it, you know, from from a local dealership or something like that. So my wife says it might even be covered by our warranty because it's the car's still under warranty. So, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but now you know the secret. Don't tell him. Don't you dare. Don't you tell him, David, my brother. That uh, that I lied to him. So he 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 needs to feel like he did right, you know, because he did. He did do everything perfect. He did the right thing, and uh, it's not his fault that I live in this crappy um heck hole called St. Louis. So um, the last thing that I'll talk about before I let you go is uh, we're doing a Patreon contest over at my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash That Story Show, and we're trying to get to 100 supporters before the end of the year. And if we do, I will shave my head. My wife's not thrilled. Um, I have added two new patron uh, tiers, they call them. Uh, previously, the lowest tier was $5 a month. Well, now I have a $3 a month tier and a $1 a month tier. So if you guys are listening to this and you're like, you know, I, I could support the guy. I could do that. I don't even listen to his crap, but I could support him for a dollar a month. Then please consider doing it. Um, right now I'm, I'm kind of teasing that story show, uh, because I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> we have 25 more patrons to get before the end of the month. And if we did that, it would be miraculous. 
Um, but I did meet them halfway. I think more than halfway by creating a $3 and a $1 tier. So, you know, uh, it's not the amount of money that counts. It's that we're, we're trying to get a hundred patrons and, uh, you know, we got 75, got 75. So anyway, Hey, I want to invite you to do all my stuff with me. All my, all my online stuff, uh, Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash group slash NLcast. That's where I hang out a lot of times. Um, we have a Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash NLcast. Uh, my Instagram is instagram.com slash NLcast. My Twitter is twitter.com slash NLcast. Patreon, of course, uh, is patreon.com slash GOK. But if you're going to support me, why not support that story show and help us push over the edge there? Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I, I have a Tumblr <laughs> Tumblr. Uh, I, I, I don't even, I don't even know what it's called. I don't even know where, where you get on it at. Let's see. Tumblr.com slash blog slash NL cast. I, I didn't even know Tumblr was the thing, but there's people on it. And so I post to it and, uh, it keeps it, keeps it fun. But anyway, um, uh, let's see. That's, that's all. That's it. Thanks for listening. And, uh, this is what happens when nothing really exciting happens in my life, when I'm not depressed and when I'm feeling okay. So um, I'd love to hear from you if you if you like. Uh, just about every episode, somebody, one of y'all, will reach out and send me an email. You can do that, james at nlcast.com, or you send it through Patreon, Patreon which is fine. Um, uh, and I love it. I love it. I love interacting with you guys. So feel free to reach out if you have something that you would like to ask that I could answer on the next show. Uh, if you have a topic that you'd like to get my opinion on, uh, for the next show, anything like that, maybe there's something that I said I would talk about once and I've forgotten completely about it. Hey, remind me and we'll get there. Uh, till next time though, this has been James Kennison, gospel Kennison, personal audio journal of James Kennison. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Don't forget about my YouTubes, my YouTubes. <laughs>